Buenos días. Well, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a word. In Spanish, we say acción de gracias, actions of gratitude. If you say uh, Thanksgiving, is like giving thanks. In Spanish, we say we do something to show our appreciation. It's just language. Basically, we can be ungrateful in any language. To be grateful is something that is a gift from God. It's a gift. Well, we are going to study, as you read in Scripture, something that puts you in trouble as it has put me in trouble. How can I, a Mexican, can praise the Lord and say, Thank you, Father. When I am hitting with a hammer, and then I take the nail like this, and I fail. Oh, oh, thank you, Father. Thank you. I have a bigger tongue now. I have grown. That's not the case. When we are suffering, we tend to think differently. We need to react as Christians, as human beings created by God. That is not going to take us anywhere but in bigger trouble if we don't recover and say, well, this has a meaning. But it's hard. That's hard. We're going to study something about a man. You read in Scripture the Word of God, and you know that the Bible is divided in Old Testament and New Testament. Here we have 39 books. Here we have 27 books. Here in the Old Testament, we have the Pentateuch, historical books, poetic, major prophets, and minor prophets. But each word, each message is inspired by the Holy Spirit. So it's good for, for instructions. We need to learn. And I'm glad that these young uh, people are here. And they are struggling, trying to understand my beautiful uh, English from England. <laughs> so they have to pay attention and to learn how to understand me. And they are going to learn that they have to be grateful because you have a pastor, Manuel, who speaks English. <laughs> so let's put us in, in that context. I work in, in Mexico in San Pablo Seminary, and some of you have received uh, an agenda, a small one, for you to encourage you to pray for us 
we need your prayers, your support in Juarez. So, Thanksgiving, you are supporting our work. Uh, your pastor is a good friend of mine. Uh, he's a great pastor. He's a friend, and uh, he's wonderful to me. And his family, too. And many of you have been very gracious to us. But also, I am a pastor of uh, a small group, a Bible study, a worship service in the West El Paso called Cristo Rey, Christ the King. And Christ the King has opened their doors, and we have a room that is a wonderful place, and we gather at 1 p.m., so, if you need some nutrition, spiritual nutrition, after finishing here, just go, let's go to the worship service in Spanish. <laughs> and you have to learn Spanish because, as you know, in heaven, what are you going to speak? Well, some argue the English, some the German, some uh, Spanish, and my father said Maya, the Maya language. <laughs> Well, uh, so please pray for us. I am here and trying my best English. Even uh, it's a broken English, that's the best I can do. And I hope that you who are at the border, who say, let's say, buenas noches and buenos nachos. Well, whatever you say, try one more word. I appreciate when someone tries. It's great because it shows your interest, your love for another language, another people. So, please, try your best. Try it. But not just as a sociological situation, but a spiritual one. You want to reach to other people who are different. And in that communication, a lot can be done by God. Job is a man. He's a wealthy man. But what if I say something in this context? Ah, you came to, to church because you have been blessed. You have a work, you have a house, a home, you have family. So that's why, huh, what if you wouldn't have all those things? Would you praise the Lord? Would you worship the Lord? Would you serve the Lord? Job is wealthy. He has a large family and extensive flocks, camels, donkeys. He's rich. He's blameless. No blame in him. That's the Bible. Of course, we know that all humans, we are sinners. And we need grace. But this man, according to scripture, in the sense that he was not sinning as a custom. He was not living in sin. He 
needed grace. That's why it shows that he offered some sacrifices. He knew he needed something to forgive him. But also, he, made, he offered sacrifices for his family. He loved his children. Well, one day Satan, the adversary, appears before God in heaven. And you know, you read the story, and you can read it again. It's important for us. Thanksgiving. And you know how we are going to celebrate Thanksgiving? It's a day that we are going to watch football and do a turkey and, and a party. And that's the main attraction. It's not Thanksgiving. But you know, in Mexico, we don't even have a Thanksgiving day. When I was trying to uh, influence at the seminary and some churches, oh, that's American. It's an American custom. Thanksgiving is American? Well, as you're planning to join your family in a Thursday in the future, think how you can put the main thing in the main place. How is God going to be related to you and your family? How is he going to be present in that celebration? At every point, what you do. Well, Satan says, Oh, Job, goodness is because you have been blessed him. That's why. Uh uh. Well, as you know, he loses everything. It has been said that Job lost everything during this time of affliction. A question for you. Did Job lose everything? Some yes, some no. Ah! She knows. It is true that he lost his family, his finances, his fitness, and his friends. Yet, through all of it, he never lost his faith or his relationship with the Lord. Uh, about five years ago, I was struck with cancer, a very aggressive cancer. In January, will be five years. And so, my doctors that are perhaps five or six are making studies how we're going to reach January. Can you imagine this old pastor? And then the doctor approaches me. I am kind of drowsy coming from the study. And he says, oh, I have some news for you. 
you are in trouble. You see, I was drowsy. I was good because I didn't understand precisely. But my son was there listening to the news that if they didn't do anything, I was going to die very soon. And you see, I am a pastor. I strong spiritually. Oh my, there is no one else here. That's why I'm preaching because I am right here. You are sitting, but you're lower. You see, I am high. Tall. And can you imagine listening to that? I could understand. I was in shock. But you know, I realized that the Lord was helping me to feel in peace, to be peaceful. That was good to me. But I didn't realize that that uh, peacefulness came just straight from the Lord. I thought my studies, my learning, my worship, uh, my worship services, my reading scripture, my prayers. But you can do everything, and it's nothing. Nothing is going to happen unless the Lord blesses you. I have many friends, Christians, great Christians, who have died. I was blessed, but they also were blessed. The results is not what is important now. It's important for us in any circumstances to trust the Lord. Everyone does goes to difficult times. I don't know if we had, a, I will invent something, like a difficultometry or meter, okay, to, to measure the difficulty that is around here. Okay? Some of you have more problems, some are here, and then some are kind of, hmm, life is good. But some of you are in bigger troubles than others. The one who is in the birthday, oh my, this is wonderful. Yes, everyone is going to give, give me a gift today. Uh, well, it's not going to happen. But it, he is kind of expecting something, a hug or love. <laughs> and we say, okay, we clap. Well, we have to pray for him. It's good. I, I am glad that he's smiling. It's good to receive a blessing like that. But the Lord Jesus Christ said, I have told you these things, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. There was a man, those of you who like history, called Augustine. Augustine, perhaps? And he said, God only had one son on this earth without sin, but none without suffering. You suffer. Well, as Christians, trials come to help us grow in the Lord. I will tell you something, four things to remember. This uh, 
Spanish pastor. Hispanic, not Spanish, I'm Mexican pastor. 120. It says here in the Bible, at this, Job got up and tore his robe and shaved his head. What do you do when you lose your family, your friends, your finances, you lose your everything? It's important to see what this man says. Then he fell on the ground in worship. So the first word that I am going to to communicate is devotion. A D. Devotion. When you are in trouble, just worship the Lord. Worship Him. And it's not just my word. I think that I came here because I have suffered something because of my sins. It's something because I am a pastor. Something because I am human. I have my share of suffering. I remember when I was receiving chemotherapy. And then, as, as perhaps you know, you have a, a beautiful dress. And then uh, sometimes you have to go to the restroom, and then you find a way, you have something here, and then you carry, uh, walking. But I was kind of enjoying this new experience. And then I walk around, and I I see some families and people like that, discouraged. And I couldn't understand why. Because in my case, even when I could die, I was glad that someone was taking care of me. Someone was watching my, my analysis and everything, my studies, to see how they could help me. So I was grateful. So uh, I said, why are you sad? And they say, what? Why are you not sad? Well, I think, I guess, you believe in God. I do. I do. Uh, so devotion and then dependence. You have to depend on the Lord. He said, uh, I came without nothing. I will go without nothing and then the, another word that you have to say to, to, is diligence when this man was uh, in suffering he took some broken uh, pottery and he was trying to calm himself a pottery is useless if it's broken but some of you have been broken. But even if you are broken, you can be useful to something in the hands of God. And the last thing I want to share is uh, declaration. Who is God for you? Who is God to you? So you have to declare, I trust in the Lord, even if he kills me. 
That's in the book of John. So please uh, remember devotion. Remember dependence. Remember diligence to do whatever and what is in your lips, in your life, in your heart. To declare that the Lord is good to you. Uh, please pray for us. And as we keep serving the Lord, that we have to have devotion to God. To depend on Him. To work in diligence. And to declare that He is our Lord and Savior. And that is only by grace. Jesus Christ died for us. Suffered. So, please, remember our great Lord. He is supreme. Thank you.